Jake Sully, if you wish to go and get this alien pussy, you must buy the DLC for the alien pussy. Only twenty three ninety nine. I actually no, they didn't sound like that at all. But like, it didn't sound. Why was he Jamaican? No, it was he was from the tribes from Uganda. <laughs> I mean, space you got <laughs> We must get to the alien planet. Do you know the way? <laughs> Can you imagine if, like, space Uganda oh. it's just, like, guys who speak in a, like, let's say, like, Ugandan accent, but then they just go mm. boop at the end. Oh, boop. <laughs> you have to go and find the tree, boop. <laughs> Do not knock down the nimble, nimble tree. Boop. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's... Oh... It's a Wednesday. You must, if you want that cosmic space pussy. <laughs> if, you, if you want that blue. <laughs> then you must become one of them. We know the way to do that. Imagine how much like, you know, lower received that movie would have been if James Cameron was just like, yeah, we need to make them sound foreign. What, no, no. what reminds me of aliens? No, foreign would be one Illegal thing. aliens. Oh. Foreign would be one thing. But having them sound like Wagundi Gabumu, like from Uganda, is like another thing entirely. <laughs> Mumbo from fucking like Banjo Kazooie. <laughs> oh, go, 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 go. Why did he have like, yo. Go, 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 Mambo was Mambo was a little racist, wasn't he? He like had. It would have been a more entertaining movie if they spoke like that the whole time. <laughs> I would have loved to hear Sam Worthington's fucking like banjo impression. Uh, I would have loved to hear like the army guys, like fucking, uh, like banjo sounds. He's like, and, and like in the text is just, how does it feel to betray your race, Jake? <laughs> I actually, I, I have to. Admit, uh, everybody, though, welcome. I have to admit one thing before we introduce everything. Uh, there, there's some lines in that movie that are so great out of context. Cause oh, yeah. there, that whole scene when like uh, Commander Army General Colonel Man, uh, <laughs> you know, like uh, has like that one on one with Jake, and he's just like, "How does it Jake feel?" Foley. He's like, "How does it feel to betray your entire race?" And then right before like the scene cuts, it's when fucking Jake's about to hiss at him. And I'm like, oh my god, this guy's such a... Like, this movie, I was... The more I think about it, the more I think about it, honestly, I don't have anything against alien natives. Like, I'm gonna be real. Like, at least in that movie, I had nothing against them. But, I don't know. There was, like, I was more so just because, like, I was on the side of the army guys. Just because, at least, if, like... Because, like, apparently there's, like, a lot of lore behind the movie like they like released a ton of shit about it and then it's canon with titanic dude i, I mean true it, it goes yeah. it goes it goes it goes back man <laughs> that's like titanic's like the og like when leo dicaprio sunk like he started the uh, i'm the blue people and uh yeah like that's because that's what happened or he woke up on the beach in inception one or one or both but that's not a james cameron movie so. <laughs> but the mo like the whole reason like you know we even knew it in the beginning of the movie like the whole reason why that they were there was because like oh we need to like you know we need to find this rock that'll help save our planet it was just like like the yeah. motivation was pretty clear cut it's like we need to find this rock 
It's under your tree. Let us go beneath the tree and get this rock. But here's the thing. These fucking aliens just had to get so uppity. It's like, oh no, we can't let you come underneath tree. It is important tree. Yeah, it's just like I said a few weeks ago, do not knock down the Nimbu Nimbu tree. But here's the thing. They were basically saying, we won't knock it down. We just want what's underneath the fucking thing. We don't want to knock it down. But then they started shit. And they're like, you know what? Fuck it. They didn't want to play nice anymore. And look, all I'm saying is that tree was one of a million. I guarantee it. It was a fucking planet worth of these fucking trees. You probably could have found another one walking 10 miles out. Honestly, it wasn't that important. And from what we've seen, obviously, of the teaser too. There's tons of these fucking trees. It's not special. <laughs> you had to start an entire planetary fucking war with these uppity fucking, like, you know, humans who obviously, you know, they were a bit uppity because like, they came into your fucking hood and was just like, hey, yo, this tree, this tree's ours now. And we're going to burn it down because we can. But, but it's like, dude, before they were just asking, yo, can we just slide underneath that fucking tree and just grab them rocks and we'll get the I, fuck out of here. But they um, had to be like, no, you no go under tree. That would be like taking trees virginity or something. Like you can't do it. <laughs> you can't do we it. We believe that every, we believe that every third tree make the plant grow bigger. <laughs> like, I can safely say that, I mean, I trust me, like, with my impression of that movie as well, because I, I totally agree with you. I can safely say that I am a racist now. I hate <laughs> blue people after watching Avatar. I can say that. I have they, I have a full bias against blue people now. <laughs> Fuck them. I hate those assholes. Ruining this country with their fucking negligence, offering nothing besides their tasty fruit that I spread on my toast every fucking morning. Fuck, I don't care. You know? <laughs> I don't care, you know, provide us the electricity that we need to, you know, run the Double D experience, which is the podcast you're listening to, by the way. Welcome. Welcome, um, welcome Jake Sully. If you're welcome, Jake Sully. <laughs> Fuck it, hey, why are we talking about Avatar again? God damn it. There, was there Go an see Avatar 2, the future best movie. There was. There was? Yeah, uh, of course there was. Was it like a PS2 game or something? Oh, no, it was probably PS3, I think. Avatar. Because that was around that era, I think. Yeah. James Cameron's Avatar, the game. Oh, <laughs> uh, it was made by Ubisoft. Oh, um, this was on the PS3. Was it Avatar's Creed or something? <laughs> like, what the fuck? No, it was literally just called James Cameron's Avatar, you the like, game. You like free run through the trees and shit and like, just assassinate army guys with your fucking spear. <laughs> I mean, I guess I, I don't. I don't know. Let me let me take a. Good lord. All oh, I'm getting God. are trailers from. Oh wait, what the? F there's a new. There's a new one. A new what? A new Avatar game. Another one? Yeah, it's called Frontiers of Pandora. It says first look trailer coming 2022 PS5 Xbox X. I I will say one thing. If what it, the hell? If it is an open world, I would actually be kind of down, just a little bit, just because at least I will. Like I said it before too. Like that whole uh. Like just the visuals of that movie. I'm I'm doing I'm doing a two thumbs up right now. Like it was pretty fucking good. Hold up, like, hold up, Peggy sixteen. Let me see. New. What the fuck? Avatar. 
Oh, little weird hybrid uh, 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 thing. Oh, the blue people. Oh, my God. And, of course, Ubisoft. Hold up. Mm -hmm. Any gameplay? Any gameplay at all? Or just, like, fancy visuals? Gameplay, fancy visuals? All I'm seeing are fancy visuals. It looks good. I'm I, I, a little guys, creature. We made... Going... We, uh, I don't know, Editunist, if you want to just, like, throw up, like, some of them pictures that we see on the site up, uh, just to, like, at least show, like, kind of what we're looking at. It... Oh, I don't want to do that, but okay. Okay, okay fine. <laughs> it looks okay. Oh, that okay. thing's mouth is also its nose. It, it, ew. Kind of like an elf. I feel like that's just, like, the standard formula for making fantasy creature. Combine body part with another no, body part. You, you want to and... know something? All these animals look like they were made in Spore. They look like some guy just took a randomizer in Spore and just like ran it through and just like, okay, that is a new avatar creature. That is a new avatar creature. This looks way too close to an actual elephant. Nope, we kind of scrapped that. Let's go down the list. We're just going to keep going down. Okay, that works. That works. That works. Nope. Works. Works. Nope. 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 Works. 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 Nope. Nope. And they just kind of went like, okay, these. Like, <laughs> like that graphics artist was just like, this is the wildlife of Pandora. And it's just... Like, the most effortless fucking thing ever. Because, like, they just went through Spore and just made <laughs> shit. And was just like, yep. Well, you know, that's how they that's make it. Pokemon, right? They just smack their forehead against the keyboard <laughs> as hard as they possibly can and just add vowels in between. David, don't ruin my immersion. Don't, do not ruin my immersion. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Am I fucking up your Avatar immersion? Do yeah, I make you're your ruin, experience? You're also ruining my Pokemon immersion. Oh, okay. okay. My, I identify as... Actually, no, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> I identify as a 10-year-old who goes out into the fucking wild by himself. <laughs> and sometimes you're supposed to for, like, you know, a little bit. You know, that's what Mario Odyssey brought out in me. You know, the little the 10-year-old kid in me. Yo, the range. Oh, uh, wow. Army dude got shot by arrow in neck. Let's go. Bad army juju. <laughs> Let's go. Yo. Fuck white people. Yo. Yes. This, this movie made me, like, love imperialism. No, not <laughs> Same. <laughs> It brought out my inner whiteness even more. All right, sick trailer, absolutely zero gameplay. Nice, nice. It says it's coming out this year, but absolutely zero gameplay. Let's go. It looks okay. Uh, it looks okay. Is all I just... This is probably uh, going to be an open world game. I guarantee it. It's, it's not going to be as good until the DLC comes out. Yeah, probably. It's like, you know, all the Assassin's Creed games, which, like, you know, I, I, I was a fan of before. I'll, I'll be real. I, I am was... Ezio Sully. <laughs> <laughs> Ezio Adetor Sully. <laughs> Like all the other Pandorans, like what the fuck is up with him? He's like, oh, he played this Earth game like like a while back, and he's uh, he's like, he's got really, he got really into it. Like, dude, <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, you know, do you know Poker Night? I, I've told you, I've talked to you about Poker Night at the inventory, right? Yeah, I've yeah, talked to you about yeah, that yeah. game. Um, in the second one in Poker Night Two, uh, one of the um, one of the competitors is Claptrap uh, from Borderlands. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. Yeah, like the little, the little comedy robot from yeah. Borderlands. It was literally voted like best new character of that year, or, like the year afterwards, or something like that, because of how just fucking funny he was. Mm -hmm. And uh, <laughs> apparently, in Borderlands, like the world or the the planet that it's on, it's called Pandora. <laughs> As is the planet that you know the the Nimbu Nimbu tree <laughs> in fucking of Avatar. James, of the James Cameron Cameron Cinematic Universe, like, and it's so in. funny because they were shitting on Claptrap for it in the game because Borderlands came first. Borderlands oh, came first. Okay. That was Borderlands was ah. in two thousand seven. <laughs> Avatar didn't come out until ah. two years later. So oh my, that. oh my god! So they're talking about just. 
<laughs> I gotta find that fucking clip right now. Hold on. <laughs> I need to find. I need to find that clip right now. Hold on a second. Dude, ain't it some shit though? Like going into another person's planet and yeah. just being like, "Hey, yo, you see that tree? That's our tree. You can't touch that tree. <laughs> you cannot touch that tree." And unfortunately, there's unfortunately there's no subtitles, but I'll I'll send you this really old video of it real quick. Okay. <laughs> like like as is just talking to him, it's like what is what's that substance that you you you're having a hard time finding on Pandora? But fucking can't get it, Ian. <laughs> Was it like unobtainium or some shit like that? Yeah. Some yeah. like real like Marvel sounded ass like element name. It's yo, you might have as well just said like if they just replaced the unobtainium. Replace the whole word with infinity stone, it would have made just as much sense, honestly. It's like, no, Jake, we need to get the infinity stones that are underneath that tree. It's like, it would have made just as much sense. Like, it's just a fucking MacGuffin type of shit in the writing. It's, that's all it is, really. We have to get this thing because, you know, obviously this is what we're here for. And if we don't get it, we're the planet's going to die. So I guess also, Jake is a fucking murderer because he prevented these guys from getting... This thing that they needed to save the human race. The army guy, what he said was honestly true. He was the biggest fucking traitor of his entire race. He exactly, and they expected you to just side with him because they expected you to just love the Nimbu Nimbu tree. For like no reason. His entire fucking race. And like, then I get the <sighs> You know, and people even say, I mean, well, there's like trillions of planets out there in the universe. Surely they could find like another one that'll have this shitty, like mcguffin rock that they need to save their planet but it's like but they were there for a fucking reason they didn't yeah, like, pour I... all those resources just to be like oh okay all right and then just go home <laughs> like i feel like if that happened in real life like you know like people like us just wouldn't care you know would be like oh you know if it's like for the survival or whatever if it, i mean i get if it's not really for the survival and it's like some bullshit like human excuse it's like oh we just want money like the whole notion is that it's supposed to be like it's really about like how we can profit off of this give it to like the energy of the oil companies or whatever and it's about how manifest destiny is wrong like i could sort of understand that but if it literally was the case of life or death which i don't remember because i don't remember that fucking movie I, then can we just borrow a little bit of the can't get it up but top a top of like sloppy top titanium like, can we just please, like, get a little bit of that so we can save our human race? Like, you guys clearly aren't fucking using it. You guys don't- you guys don't get NBC. You don't watch Fallon. You, you don't need the energy to fucking get- which, first of all, why are you watching Fallon? I mean, that really goes to show how unevolved you are as a species. And... It's dumb. Can we just get a little bit of that shit? The point is, they were shitting on Claptrap for it because they were just like, Okay, I have one last question before you get too annoyed. Is that what? What's James Cameron really like? <laughs> Clash is just like fuck you <laughs> like the whole time it's so funny it's just like our Pandora came first okay they ripped off of us <laughs> but like no one believes it because it's Avatar and it's a fucking movie made like a billion dollars it's also like really one of the most like just recognizable like fantasy names like Pandora yeah, yeah Pandora Pandora's box and everything it yeah. just sounds like it just rolls off the tongue well enough that they're everyone's just kind of like oh like I, I don't know I, I if you ever I don't know. Would you ever name your daughter this? Because it's like, this is named after, like, she would be named after the bitch who got told, don't open the box, and then open the box. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, and, I just heard. <laughs> like, 
And then all the bad shit of the world all came out of that fucking box. And then people will love to say, like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe there's like this new wave of defenders of Pandora. But dude, I would have basically like put her ass through a stake and killed her. If we knew what she had done. Because it's a wonder she wasn't just hang drawn and quartered for what she had done. Honestly. Dude. All the worst shit in the world. All came out of that fucking box, and people told you, fucking repeatedly, yo, bitch, don't touch the box. <laughs> and she wouldn't touch the box anyway. Dude, I fucking, I was just listening to that, and like after the can't get idiom line in fucking poker night, Brock like interrupts. He's just like, no, no, I think it's, uh, I think it's called uh, MacGuffin night. <laughs> Like, I never understood those jokes until now. Oh my god, that yeah. shit's so fucking M- funny. M- I mean, you know MacGuffin's like a real term, right? That writers yeah. use? But, like, yeah. everyone always just... I, I, the first time I heard it, I honestly thought, like, oh, is that just, like, a made-up word that they just made just for, like, you know, just because of the context? But then I actually looked it up. No, it's, like, it's an actual fucking word. And I'm not even a writer, like, in that way. But it's kind of like... I didn't even know it was a real fucking term at first. Oh. But... What's the DLC for the Avatar game going to be like, Dennis? Uh, sex scenes DLC. Tail sex. Yo, but, you know, to be fair... Why do, why do I... Why might they actually do that, though? Hor- horny nerds will buy that. Yeah. Honestly. Like, I can't tell you how many, like, you know, even anime games that I play where the DLC that comes afterwards is just the female characters in skimpier outfits, and it's like, oh, yeah. $5. And it was really funny. You know how Isn't even there a DLC... thing in, like, RE3 where you can make Jill, like, literally fucking Wait. naked? Yes, but at the same time, like, you know how, like, basically DLC also have, like, reviews as well? Like, same as, like, the actual base game? Like, it yeah. goes from, obviously, mostly negative to overly positive. Mm-hmm. Like, all those DLCs, all those all those DLCs are all mostly positive. Yeah. And everyone's fucking reviews are all just, oh, this is what I bought the base game for. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. That's what you bought that shit for? At least in Mario Odyssey, which had DLC afterwards, the mm. real DLC was after the fucking credits rolled. Because that's when the game actually begins because of how much other shit there was to do. Like, it's for Nintendo's core titles that they at least mm. stay true to, like, their whole notion of Miyamoto saying, you know... Selling half a game is bad. Selling a full mm. game is bad. Video games are bad. I hate my job. F- fuck my life. <laughs> now, the whole actual quote that he said were like, you know, a rushed game is forever bad, but like mm. a delayed game, you know, will is forever good, all that stuff. And for Nintendo's core titles, they're usually mm. good with that. But now they do release DLC and stuff. And for their mobile departments, oh fuck, Diddy Kong and Mario Kart Tour costed 30 fucking dollars. I'm not kidding. For a character in a fucking $30? game. 30 dollars? Yeah, yeah, for, like, you know, those, like, grab box things. Like, you know, it had microtransactions and stuff and in-game currency that you could buy characters with and stuff. It's horrible. And for Nintendo, for their core titles, they release DLC now, but it's usually not that bad. But Nintendo, they're pretty much on that fucking train now. Oh, yeah, yeah. They do do that fully. And it's still not as bad as other companies Mm -hmm. or whatever, like, you know, like Activision Blizzard or whatever, where the DLC will cost the grand total of the actual game that you played more often. Or even, like, microtransactions and shit like that. I've also been playing, like, uh, World of Warcraft just a little bit uh, for the last, like, month. And oh. I didn't realize, too, like, how predatory... Like, I mean, not really pet- predatory, because it's, like, they have an online shop that you use real currency to get, like, oh, like, mounts and accessories and shit like that. And, like, it is honestly hilarious, though, seeing how 
some of these pixels are worth more than the subscription that you pay to play the game, which is $15. Like a fucking pixel that looks like a horse is worth more than what you pay to play the game. And it's the Nimbu Nimbu horse, dude. Yeah, yeah, like, you know, the exclusive horse that you can't get anywhere else except the cash shop because we want your real money. On top of the fact that you're already paying monthly to play this game. And, you know, it's like, I mean, I I haven't really played, obviously, too many MMOs to kind of, like, really go into this, like, deep. But I think MMOs really just also share, like, the same sort of, like, kind of trend that even maybe like i even just think all of the games kind of share too in that like in this current day and age and just because of also like how much like uh uh not production but i guess like developing games and the costs of it have scaled up so high since like the last like let's say what like 15 years or whatever like Mm -hmm. it costs a lot of fucking money to make let's say even just i guess going off of like just generalizing generalizing like a triple a title and like these companies also need to not only shell out a lot of money they need to make that money back and then some as well because of the fact that most like i think companies nowadays they live and die of not just their initial sales but then after that they're fucking uh like Post game content that they it's like part sell of the after. model now. Like, yeah, it's that's part of, like, all the part of the model, model now. Yeah. yeah, because I'd be like, you know, we have to add these on to like <clears throat> our shareholders who have never touched a video game in their fucking lives, you know, yeah. expect a little bit more at this point. So that's how we have to, that's how we have to be able to get it for them at this stage in the game. Mm-hmm. And that's why these sort of things exist and why Square Enix put NFTs in their game, even though NFT value go and mm. uh, among many other things. It's, it's nothing new. You know, it's nothing new, unfortunately. Um, But the DLC cycle, as you're talking about, ain't the only aspect of it. I mean, if you don't have anything else to say about that, there's also alpha builds and whatnot. Mm, Early access and stuff like that. And a lot of games do that now. Yeah. And that is a practice that I also think is shitty. It's because it's. I don't know. I'm on the little middle ground of it because I'm playing a game currently. Uh, it uh, it's called um, it's a uh, Dune uh, Spice Wars. So it, obviously, if anyone's ever heard of Dune, like the series, like thing, it takes uh, it takes place in the Dune universe, and you know you play as any of the four houses and stuff like that. And it's an early access game that came out like uh, I think like a month or two ago, and I bought it like the shill that I am because like there is no like good Dune games out there, and uh, and at the very least. I knew it was an early access game going into it. They were very, like, uh, the developers were pretty, like, honest about it and very transparent with, like, yeah, this is not, (laughs) this is not what the finished product looks like. This is not by any means. And they're, like, constantly patching it and everything and all that. And, like, they're taking feedback from players and all that. And, like, it's a bot alpha, essentially, that is going to turn into a beta. Then after that, it'll turn into, like, the finished product. But... As of right now, at least, like, from... Like a Pokemon. Yeah, it evolves, you know? And, like, like, it takes time and money to evolve. That's what you need. It's basically... (laughs) Oh! (laughs) Pika, pika. (laughs) So, (laughs) but currently... Wait, wait, David. Sorry. Currently, 
right now, at least with the game how it is. It's it's pretty good. It's playable. It's it's fun. But yeah, like that's the thing though. Like when it comes to like you know people buying early access games, like there is like a range of them that you would not believe. Where it's like, oh, this is pretty fun and it's pretty playable. Like you know you could like invite some friends over and shit. Like you could still play this. And then there's the other, where they give you a not even refined turd to play that is worth thirty dollars so like that's why like at least for me like uh i've i've had my taste of shitty early access games and then i've had my share of pretty good ones that turned out to be pretty great like valheim when that when that came out that was early access too that wasn't finished that didn't finish in, like that didn't finish that didn't go into 1.0 until a couple months after they uh, released it from early access and that game blew the fuck up you know because everyone in the mothers were fucking playing it for a while a lot of people aren't now but like every now and then like you know i still see people like kind of streaming it and like they're playing it as well like it's a fun game why not so and that game was like had a lot to do uh on release like there was a lot to do like yeah it being like a survival game you're like a, a dead viking in um mm. you know um the afterlife and you know just going around surviving and stuff like that and Everyone could pick it up too because it wasn't even that much of a taxing game to begin with as well. So that's, that's the thing, though, man. Like, mm. I, I feel like you should only like go that route if you're planning on making massive changes and you know your game is nowhere near. I, I, I don't. I don't know. It, it's such a weird middle ground, like you said, because um, it depends. Like, if you're gonna charge for your early alpha or for your beta, nah, fuck you. Like, that's mm -hmm. the shit that I fucking hate. Like, do not fucking charge money for your fucking unfinished game. Mm -hmm. That's that actual, like, predatory shit. Because there are companies, and there are a lot of amazing indie developers out there. This is not to dog on independent yeah. developers. But there are some shitty ones who do that and release an unfinished fucking game. Charge money for it. Then they dip. If they make mm -hmm. enough of what they yeah. make for it and they don't finish it. Take Poppy Playtime, for instance. That's a... Uh, a horror it's like one of those fitting child horror games that sort of came out about came out last year and then like the second part of the game like chapter two or whatever just came out this uh just came out about a week or two ago actually mm -hmm. it's something to garner like the five nights of freddy's fans and the game yeah. had a lot of potential it has an amazing chase sequence in it for this horrifying like giant child toy thing like the, like chasing you like throughout like an mm -hmm. abandoned like you know, Toy Factory at, like, you know, the middle of the night. Really, dude, genuinely a lot of potential in that game. You know, very scary. They released the first chapter of the game, which is basically just one giant level, and then immediately they started selling NFTs of the game. They, they started going with merch. I, I, I'm just going to say something. The game was not done. By any means, because They didn't release... The whole thing. Yeah. You're like, selling merch. Already. That's the thing. Like, it'd be and one NFTs, thing. NFTs, no less. It'd be one thing, too, if, like, minus the NFTs, when it comes to just straight up merch, it's like, oh, if you, like, if the game's been out and you've been adding content in it for, like, a, let's say, a good year and a half. Like, let's say, for this case, in uh, Poppy Playtime, like, they, uh, let's say, went up to Chapter 5 already, right? Yeah. I think that's like already deep enough into the fucking product's life cycle that then you could sell official merch. You could sell your shitty t-shirts. You could sell you could sell like, you know, whatever the fuck you want, I guess. But like and that's the thing though too. 
I even believe that uh, ever since like some people kind of saw like how big like indie games had gotten, like considering like can't really name off the top of my head like some names, but it's like some games that like were literally Among made us. by Among Us, even Stardew Valley. Coop-head. That was made by one guy. And Coophead. Coophead Celeste. Was made? Celeste. Well, not Coop-head. one person. But yeah, like, yeah, but it was, it was like, you know, a couple very, guys. Very, very small team. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like... And, you know, those games blew up. And, you know, I, I don't know if those developers now are like multimillionaires or anything. But, like, I like to think at least, like, you know, they obviously had like a big-ass payday. And after that, they obviously, like, you know, were pretty comfortable. Like, afterwards, like, they made their money Markiplier. and then so. For fucking, you know, build, blowing up those games for them and shit. Because that's mm. how that shit even gets popular in the first place. That's what happened for fucking Five Nights at Freddy's. It, and that's, that's literally what happened to Five Nights at Freddy's. That game was fucking... He started giving Markiplier and, like, all those YouTubers early access to promote it, the game even earlier. Without it, them, Five Nights at Freddy's would not have blown up. And that's why... Have. And that's why I'm also kind of wanted to go into, like, how, like... Just how we even said, like, how some games, like, live and die based on, like, let's say, the sales that they generate. Plus, even post-game afterwards. Like, post-launch. Yeah streamers and also like uh you know celebrities like such as even like twitch like streamers and youtube uh content creators and everything they are also like obviously like the other um point of like revenue for them in that like the exposure that they give to the game obviously will generate people's desire or like even just interest to go and try the game out themselves because like oh like you know markiplier's playing it i like markiplier and I want to play the game that he's playing. And it's not really that. It's not like rocket science or anything. I'm not trying to no. be out here thinking that, like, I'm a fucking expert on this shit. But, like, but it is a new thing, you know. But it's that, also, um, but you, like, you also can't break it down any more than that, really. It's just no. like, they, like, because it was the same for when we were kids, honestly. Like, you know, like, remember how we wanted the latest toy? Because we saw it, like, on TV and we were like, we saw, like, another kid playing it, like, you know, on a commercial or whatever. Or, you know, whichever, whatever. Like, and, like, that desire, like, just came up in us. And, like, we wanted to do the same thing. Like, I want that toy. I want that game. And, like, it's... That's, like, the sort of power, I guess, obviously. Like, you know, the, like, celebrities like that, like, have. Because it's, like, you know, they generate desire slash want slash, like, I want to buy that, like, sort of kind of feeling. And... And that's why I even feel like it's, I don't know, like it, I feel kind of bad and slash not for certain game developing, uh, game developers slash companies because of the fact that like, you know, especially if you're an indie dev or indie devs, you may all, you may just straight up live and die depending on like i mean i wouldn't say that like exposure like that is like what's gonna make or break let's say your product or even let's say like your little fledgling company but it's like them getting that exposure could skyrocket them and it was the same for like when fall guys came out like before obviously among us everyone was talking about that game for like a couple months like everyone couldn't shut the fuck up about it it wasn't getting obnoxious at one point because considering how many people i saw on youtube and even twitch like think playing it and then after what month six post that game's launch among us happened and then nobody gave a fuck about fall guys afterwards and i mean fall guys i don't yeah. know what their 
I don't know what their player base count is. And David obviously told me this too, and I looked. They into just it went myself. free to play. Yeah. Very recently, they announced they're going free to play, which means oh, did they? It's probably oh. not that good. And because uh, since they're going back to free to since they're going to free to play, which a lot of people feel the game should have been in the first place. Uh-huh. And let me talk about that exposure for a second, my friend, because yeah, like, go you're ahead. mentioning how yeah. like you know that was my the modern point, at least. the medium is the message. How like how like you're receiving it? The medium is the message. Right now, you're listening to a podcast. You're hearing it through audio. You're hearing these omnipotent, like, you know, sexy voices in each of your ears right now, talking about DLCs <laughs> and video games right now. And you're probably masturbating furiously. I get that, but if there were visuals of us, which currently on the show there are not, you don't get to see our actual faces and stuff, which can sort of impact the experience a little bit. You can sort of hear mm. our emotions in our voice and podcasts. You know, it's you know. It's not a one-to-one comparison because you can hear how we sound, but, you know, it's not the same thing as actually visibly seeing somebody. There are some subtle differences here and there, not like Mm -hmm. big differences between radio, TV, internet, whatever, but it's still the same thing. You mm-hmm. watch the big YouTuber play it. I like this person. You hear about the thing. Obviously, I heard about Five Nights at Freddy's through fucking Markiplier. And then I did my mm-hmm. own shitty little Let's Plays of it, like, very many <laughs> years ago, <laughs> trying, to, trying to do something like that. Yeah, so, um... That is uh, just a different way for these people to get that kind of exposure, and it's important to note what's the best way to actually get that. It's kind of like what we do as far as, like, content creation, as far as, like, you know, trying to make sweet, sweet love to Mm. the algorithm, and just hope that something sticks. Because there's a lot of fucking indie games out there. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. And you might think, you know, the best ways to really get, like, your comeuppance with that is to get big companies like Nintendo on your side, Mm. who has entire indie developer showcases. They have Nintendo Mm. Directs specifically for indie games. That is true. I want you to tell me how many of the indie games that they have released in those developer showcases have blown up on the spot of, um, you know, Cuphead and Among Us and Fall Guys and all that stuff. I want you to tell me. I want you to go in those indie showcases. Tell me how many of those games you played. Let's also flip the question. Like, how many of those games to you are... 20 to 30 people who watch us how many of you actually have looked at those games and said oh i want to play that honestly like in your heart of hearts was there ever okay maybe david like david rose's hand he's the but one that doesn't mean of... i did that, no, no, that doesn't mean i ever yeah. did but that's the thing like it's <sighs> that maybe that even just kind of goes back to maybe nintendo's not doing enough to like uh drive people to go and like you know buy these games because the like and here's the thing for me I still prefer getting physical copies because I remember there was this whole debate uh, from someone who like, cause there was that whole spat with Xbox that this guy once had. Like, I don't remember his name. I, uh, I think it was like a kind of a spat that everyone kind of had with Xbox and that like Xbox basically says that, Oh, even if you, let's say bought the game on their digital store or whatever, you don't technically own the game, but mm. I paid money to buy the game but you're saying i don't own the game and it's for that reason that like at this point even now like i don't know like i still hope like uh you know digital copies won't become like the new norm i still prefer physical copies to begin with like really? I, I like to hold the fucking thing in my hand and i'll even say this game cartridges were the better let's say physical form of the game than nowadays because obviously everything is on a disc now and then you know for nintendo switch we have the little shitty little sd cards that we jam into our fucking switch but 
cartridges were like my shit, man. And I still, I still wish like all games, maybe not computer games, obviously, because it'd be funny to just jam in like, <laughs> like I don't know. Like, like StarCraft into your fucking computer with a cartridge slot. Someone make a StarCraft N64 cartridge. Like that shit would probably catch on fire considering like, like how much like shit like push it. Like how much like... You like know, you don't even downgrade it. You yeah, don't yeah, even exactly. downgrade it for it to work on the N64. Like no, this is actually just StarCraft. <laughs> like full ray tracing, you know, fucking like... Anti-aliasing. Anti- it's just everything, bro. Like the your N64 cartridge. <laughs> you just like click it in the fucking but, 64 but that's, but that's why I'm shit saying, fucking catches fire <laughs> I'm, that's why I'm, I'm saying though like Nintendo like still like it's the one little point in their entire history that like I still kind of like love them for and that like they didn't go into that disc route like how the Wii U and the Wii were like I loved that they at least brought it the whole cartridge thing back in some form but Everyone they also for cartridges yeah. yeah but that's why like you know they i also knew they weren't gonna like fucking go the unga bunga like oh look at this gigantic n64 cartridge we're just gonna jam into our switch and i like you know i knew that obviously they gotta to like slim it down the games bit, but... back then were literally yeah. the size of the switch now they were like, the size I of my and... fucking my wallet honestly <laughs> That's like were, nuts yeah. to think about, and my and they and they like only got small. smaller as those things went on. Because mm. you remember the NES and the SNES cartridges, of course, yeah. those were even bigger than the N sixty four cartridges. Just, but the satisfaction of like just the just putting <laughs> it in there, like it's just it was it's so much better than just like you know just like putting your fucking CD in. And obviously, you know, for even our computers, we don't even use CDs anymore. I yeah like. like the towers that let's say if you were gonna try to like buy or you know buy parts to build like a custom PC, you see a disc drive inside this bitch. Yeah, exactly. Like, do you see? Do you see? And no, like, over there, my maybe previous over there. case, maybe down there. No, like, David, my previous case still yeah. has like those racks at the top where you put your CD-ROM drive and everything. Mine and has I, a disc drive in it too. Yeah, and, I, I installed the disc drive. And, and I was like thinking in my head, like you know, if I was just even just like retardedly like decent at like you know like welding or some shit like i would have soldered off that entire fucking thing and would have kept that case but i'm not that good and i was worried that oh maybe i might break this fucking thing so i was like fuck it i'll just buy another case so should you use the chainsaw yeah i was probably gonna get a bandsaw and just go like like you don't wear goggles and everything i probably wouldn't even wear goggles i probably think oh my glasses will be fine and then like just like that wood will just jam right into my fucking eye like it's just like god forbid but stand back i am a dipshit (laughs) (laughs) am i dead it's like right up like right up your fucking jaw from there am i dead am i dead and Go, yeah, going Can back, I play Amokus now? <laughs> going back to <laughs> going back to um Nintendo real quick and even I guess just uh like like it's it's for that reason. I know we give shit to Nintendo a lot, but say what you want. I don't think any time in their last maybe five years have their big like kind of big titles have sucked at launch. And it's like here's the thing though too. What we got usually of those games like right after release like you know the content in it you couldn't ask for more honestly considering yeah. also like what even breath of the wild like brought like literal hundreds of fucking hours of killing wildlife 
and getting apples or sticks or even just cooking. Like, there was so much shit that you could have done in the game. And people took their enjoyment out of Breath of the Wild the same way that they took their enjoyment out of Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing is nothing but fucking menial tasks in that game. But people love to do it anyways. So, like, you know, it's... Like, what we got, and especially, like, the, um, because I even heard from my sister, like, when Animal Crossing for the Switch, I forgot the New Horizons, I think, or whatever. Yes. When that came out, the developers even said that the game wasn't finished. That they had released it unfinished. And there was just more and more shit that they were releasing, like, over the, like, the last like, couple years. And obviously, That's they just... different, though, but, man. But, but like... the thing is, they even just added cooking, too. Which I thought, yeah. that was something, though, that was something that they had never put into another Animal Crossing game. Wait, cooking what? Food. Like, just cooking in general. Oh. Like, I'm not going to lie, I would have bought a copy of New Horizons for me and you if we could have played Breaking Bad <laughs> in New Horizons. If we could have role-played, like, Breaking Bad, I would have made a video on that and everything. I would have been like, oh, god damn it, Jesse. We, we just need like, to get the cooking. We like we've got like we have a sit down with Tom Nook. Tom Nook's like the <laughs> Gustavo Fring of like the fucking like of the town and shit. And you know like it's like those scenes like you know we've seen in Breaking Bad where it was like the cousins and the Salamancas with Hector oh. and with, uh, no, with, with uh, Jesse and Gus and everyone yeah. on the other side. It's like that's how it was like. And that, I, I, <laughs> it would be actually pretty great. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, when, like Mister Mister Y. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we, we gotta come to my island. God, God damn it, Jesse. The island's not secret enough. <laughs> it's just like, oh my God, can you imagine if like they have, because like, you know, Animal Crossing has decorations that you could like yes. put up. Can you imagine if like the fucking Winnebago was like a, <laughs> was a decoration in that game? It's just like you just place it in the middle of, the, of nowhere on the island. And it's just, and you see like the smoke coming out of it too yeah. and everything. It's just like, Oh my god! Oh, that'd be great. Like you know, Animal Crossing. Uh, I know you don't probably don't watch this, but it's just like if you threw that in there, I would love you forever. Let but. us do Breaking Bad in Animal Crossing, <laughs> you fucking cowards! I want like a yellow hazmat costume as well for my character. Let's get like the tint. Can we get like that screen tint to have like New Mexico be as deeply yellow as I'm sure it is? <sighs> oh god! I, I want to, dude. I, I want to just yeah, say something I'll about like why. about that. Why do people like? Why is that a trend? Why is it every time like a movie or a show goes to Mexico, it's like this disgusting orange fucking tone that like they always put over it when it's like, you know, like I kind of want to just go to Mexico once, and I also kind of don't because it's probably one of the. Mo- I heard it's one of the most dangerous fucking places in the world. I mean, it's, pre- it's pretty much ran depending on what part of Mexico you're in. It's yeah. pretty much ran by the cartels. Yeah. So, like, yeah. you know, Tijuana and, like, a bunch of other places, like, you know, obviously, like... Even though Tijuana is, like, pretty close to the fucking U.S. border, it's still yeah. considered one of the most dangerous cities in the world. Well, so. uh, Dennis, the reason that they do that is because Mexico is actually yellow. Have you been there? No. That's what I, I'm uh, saying. I went on Wait. vacation there once. Everything is there is yellow. Like, the, the atmosphere, the food, the people, believe it or not... They're yellow, man. Like, um, it's like you ever see like those like photos and stuff of like old like you know movies and stuff like that. How it's black and white. Like, dude, that's just what the world looked like back then. Like, you ever see like those like digital touch-ups of like Turner Classic Movies and stuff, where they take a movie that was like inherently filmed in black and white and was yeah. never even filmed in color, and they try to artificially like make it bright. You know how those always look so shitty for the most part. <laughs> that's because yeah. the world was black and white back then. 
that was just how things looked. Everybody pretty much had like the purview of a dog, and it wasn't really until the 1970s when, just as it was foretold in the scriptures, the almighty Technicolor came into the picture and colored up the world in the beautiful way that we know now. And then Mexico just got the short end of the stick and it was just like, <laughs> they asked as it, As it usually does. Yeah. <laughs> they went up to Technicolor and said, hey, can we like get a color? For our, for our for our country can and we get like, a color man and then they gave like uh it's like oh sorry we only have a uh, yellow it's like, look at the uh, amarillo it's like uh we uh we take it oh no that's not but, even a fucking mexican I, dude i swear to god the two mexicans listening to this probably will want to kill us themselves probably like, yeah <laughs> point is i don't know why they do that it's supposed to make it look like you know a very uncomfortable environment to be in like oh it's so hot it's so hot and gritty or whatever dude, it's go to arizona it is it's painfully red out there. No. The fucking landscape itself makes me want to die. Considering like what state and like what kind of state Arizona is. Oh yeah. And then after and then right after that we have good old Nevada with four towns that nobody gives a fuck about, and then Vegas. Mm. <laughs> like no one could give less of a fuck about those other towns in Nevada. And then maybe other people from those towns in Nevada probably like it that way because like I don't want people coming here. I don't even like the people here. <laughs> like, I don't even like my neighbors across from me. My fucking Dude. neighbor's a fucking iguana. Probably. <laughs> I've named him Emil. I named anyway. Him, I named him Nacho. <laughs> Nacho. <laughs> but, yeah, like, but minus out of, hold up, David. You didn't even hold it that long. You killed it. You killed it. Like, Minus, you know, obviously Nintendo. I don't really see, like, you know, people's, <clears throat> like, you know, obviously just going back to the trend real quick. Like, yeah, people, like, at least game devs and companies, like, they, they don't, like, build as far as the base product. Like, here's the thing. I'm not against DLC. If the DLC is stuff that I don't need to get the full fucking game. You feel me? Like, mm-hmm. when it comes to at least, like, story shit and stuff like that, it's like, if I have to pay, like, can you imagine if Last of Us, I mean, I think The Last of Us kind of did, didn't they? Like, they had, like, story DLC, like, mm. for after the post-game and shit. I, I'm pretty sure. I'm not. What I, game? I never, Last of Us 2? Last of Us? Oh, I, I don't know. I never played that fucking failed movie script. <laughs> but, like, for games like that, it's like, if I need, like, it's the reason why I even don't like the Telltale games. Because it's like, oh. You bought chapters one through four. Now for five through six, they don't even give like the same number as they did with the base game. You want chapters five and six. That'll be ten that'll be ten dollars from your mother's credit card. <laughs> it's like here's the thing. Alpha releasing public alpha builds and like beta builds and beta males and you know, beta cucks and all these different things, it's like it it's it's hit or miss. And the reason it is hit... These, these are, like, sort of, like... I'm not saying we can end the topic here, but, like, my sort of mm. overarching overarching thoughts about this... Overarching thoughts about this mm. is that it literally depends on the practice and on the company. Mm. Nintendo will never, <laughs> in their fucking history of life, not now, nor in the future, ever release a fucking alpha build or a beta no. build for a game like Never. their games are done they yeah. go into studios and literally say this shit sucks 
to their fucking faces mm -hmm. to make sure they don't release something that is garbage or was, does not really receive the Nintendo seal of quality mm -hmm. that they like to really promote for their first party games. That's what happened to Metroid Prime 4. That's what happened yes. to... I mean, well, mm -hmm. I mean, we think that's what happened to Breath of the Wild 2 when what actually happened is that, you know, it's not going to get Game of the Year because of Elden Ring and so they delayed it <laughs> just as they did the Mario movie. <sighs> anyway... I, um, point is, you'll <laughs> never, ever, 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 ever see Nintendo do that. That's part of why they're, like, sort of the antithesis of gaming companies now, mm -hmm. even though they're one of the OGs. <clears throat> then you have some sh uh, indie developers like Poppy Playtime who release, like, one chapter of their game and then immediately start selling merch, specifically NFTs. And they at least released the second chapter of the game. It took them a while, so I guess they're not gone-gone. They could have dipped with, like, you know, whatever the money they made for that, because I'm 90... Pr I'm pretty sure that the first chapter of Poppy Playtime was not free. I'm, I'm pretty damn sure you had to pay for it, if I'm no, not mistaken. Uh, is, it, is it free now? Yeah, the first chapter is free, but the uh, chapter two is $10. That's what okay. I'm looking at. Right I'm, I'm going to go ahead and assume that the first chapter was 10 bucks or whatever when it dropped, because I, because, I don't know, it just seems like, you know, they wouldn't have blown up in the way that they did otherwise. I could be wrong about that, but, you know, it all depends on the context, and it depends on the developers and what they do. Again, mm. very similar to, like, how they, like, search for the algorithm, like, you know, get their Markipliers out there, or try mm. to get on the indie developer showcase for a Nintendo, or PewDiePie, to get their game out there. It's the same thing, it just depends on the individual and their own moral fiber. Because there are some who will release, you know, a fucking alpha or a beta build mm -hmm. for a game, which they will sell for actual money, mm -hmm. an incomplete product. And I'm not talking like, in, and I'm not talking like incomplete in the sense like, oh, we're going to add more later, like you mentioned. Because I think that's okay. Like, mm -hmm. there was one game that you mentioned earlier where, like, the game was, um, the game was um, pretty much done, you know, just like, you know, some finishing touches here and there and just more content that they were going to add later. Mm -hmm. Again, that's another thing Nintendo does. Like, there were DLC for Mario Odyssey oh, Valheim. for the Valheim. Wild. Valheim, yeah, that yeah. too. But then they add more later, so the game wasn't technically done, but they did have a finished game that functioned properly and was a high-quality experience mm -hmm. before they added more stuff. That's mm -hmm. not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, like, the shitty developers who release, like, you know, like, a the literal scumbags. incomplete yeah. fucking product. A real scumbag. And yeah. then force you to pay more for the rest of the product later. And the reason that sucks is imagine you walked into a fucking movie theater, right? <laughs> imagine you walked into a, you, you already know where I'm going with this yeah. you know this argument imagine you walked into a movie theater and they only show half the film I'm, yo, but they and you have to fucking pay again but, halfway through the movie to finish watching it. it how pissed off on a scale of 10 to Chris Brown would you be <laughs> You'd be fucking furious, rightfully so. So why is that a, a, an acceptable practice for fucking video games? But it also, shouldn't be. That's bullshit. That's also the thing, though, too. Like, I guess, you know, we won't really be going into movies too much, but it's like, you know, the first time I've seen that happen was Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows when that first came out. Because, like, that was part one that they released and then yeah but there two, was actually so much material that know, they know, needed to cover because of how big that book was they had but, to split it into two parts but, but my little child ape brain like didn't understand like how fucking big that book was and then i actually went to a borders i think you know back when borders was still a fucking thing you know if anyone remembers what a borders even looks like it's a bookstore now them borders are open now borders ain't <laughs> been a thing since joe biden got in the office i saw that book yeah it's a fucking it's, dictionary, it's, right? It's a fucking thick-ass book. Yeah, like, Deathly I Hollows mean, was huge. Like, it was pretty fucking huge. So, I mean, like, that's why at least after that, I was just kind of like, 
right, okay, fine. Like, you know, I, I get it, I get it. Like, because, like, it was really, it was a fairly big fucking book. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and then you got, like, you see, like, Marvel with the fucking Avengers, and you go from, you know, Infinity War to Endgame, and I'm just Dude, dude like, when the book was thicker than my cock, <laughs> that's how you know, like, holy shit. <laughs> like, this is a fucking textbook we dude, got going on here. And guys, we're not even talking about the hardcover. We're talking about the fucking paperback. Oh, yeah, the hardcover was... I love hardcovers, honestly. I don't know what it is with hardcover. I don't know. Like, it's probably something gay in me that, like, it's like, oh, I love, I love, I love, I love, I love, I love hardcovers, guys. I love hardcover books. Oh, like, yeah, a lot of the, like, history books that I even bought, like, were all, like, hardcover. I, I, if I had to get a paperback, it was just because they didn't have it in hardcover. That's, like, right. how I kind of bought books, you know? I, I like hardcovers better, too. You know, it's just, it's just easier feel to better, you know? It's, it's literally higher quality because, like, yeah. the pages are on, like, a more sturdy material and whatnot. But plus, when you, like, point- close the book... Feels so satisfied, just like, yeah, like slam the cover do down. I have a it's book? like I'm I done. Have, I don't have a book near me. <laughs> kind of like how Shrek like slams the book, you know, when he's in the toilet. Yeah. Ah, oh, <laughs> that'll never happen. <laughs> but some body. <laughs> yeah, no, it's but, bullshit. Yeah. It, it, it's it, I. Yeah, I don't like that practice. Like it's because it's also but, just like, but people will buy it though. That's the thing. Big people haven't learned their fucking lesson for the last like what five guys that have tried this. That like you know sell them that sold them like yeah you know a uh, unfinished product they ate that shit up because like you know because here's the thing hype is a very very useful tool for people like this because it's like oh like especially you know trailers if you can hit all the key points and if you know as the formula goes like how to like get people like hey like real hyped it's the same for fucking cyberpunk. When that fucking game like was being like you know advertising shit and everything, they the trailers hit all the major. It's points. gonna be the Avatar of games, guys. Yeah, dude, it's gonna be the Witcher and like in uh, in, like and everything. Like here's the thing. When we talked about Avatar a few weeks ago, I literally said Cyberpunk 2077 is the fucking Avatar of video games. Yeah, it yeah, was. No, they, they, in they, every they respect, in yeah. overhyped, in fucking booty cheeks. I think Avatar is a better product than fucking Cyberpunk. <laughs> but that's what I mean. Though. Avatar was at least finished. Yeah, it was finished. <laughs> it was for whatever it was. It was finished though, and fucking and, coherent at the very least. Yeah, yeah. Even though and it was pleasant to and look at, it was control, control C, control V, like to death. Meanwhile, from other fucking movies. Exactly, and meanwhile, you need a fucking like you know RTX fucking five thousand seven hundred and thirty-two, <laughs> like as well as like an Intel i fifty-two processor, as like with five fucking seven fans inside your computer to run the game at like forty-five FPS. Yeah. And fucking piece of shit. Like, that game ran at 10 frames per second on PlayStation. 10 yeah, I know, that's what fucking they, yeah. frames. The, the past-gen consoles, like, dude, they got the short end of the stick with that game. And I felt really Oh, it bad. shouldn't have even been released on those no, consoles. No, yeah, no, that's what I mean. Like, this thing should have been just straight up next-gen. But I know for the fact that they got fucking greedy. And here's the thing, though, too. CD Projekt Red is, is also a public company. So, I mean, you know, I, I don't want to just... Too aspirational the, for its own good. Yeah, and I also don't want to also blame like the like the board of directors solely because like you know that's also like the devs were also. No, like, I blame the devs for this one. No, that's I, what I'm I mean. not gonna lie to you. Yeah, I actually like, do. I, I'm like, 
I'm pretty sure maybe it was like half half down the road. Like, you know, they probably were going at this like all the time and probably said, no, we're not going to fucking release this on Xbox 360. Are you fucking out of your mind? Like, maybe it wasn't 360, but like, you know, Xbox One by that time yeah. was probably a 360 for us. Like being pretty much, yeah. a PC gamer. So it's like, you know, we can't fucking release this on Xbox and like, you know, PS4 and shit. Like, you, are you fucking insane? No. Like, and around that time, I think the PS5 was But people starting... still have Xbox One and PS4s. I, I know. And they don't want to buy the new consoles yet. <laughs> I, I, so if we... <laughs> We want to sell the game. We gotta put it on your PS5. I, I, I was gonna go into that. Yes, what David said is true. Yeah, that's what their probably main argument was: was that we want to at least widen that net as much as possible. We want to get. Because here's the thing: everyone knew on that team that this the net's game, fucking broken at the seams. No, that's what I mean. This, like they knew that this game, this one is not finished. It's fucking dog shit. It was only until recently that the game was actually in a pretty good state and like the content that they added and everything but like that took like what a good year and a half afterwards after the fact and like here's the thing i still have my copy like i haven't refunded it off of steam and everything because like i don't know i I hate refund processes in my opinion because like i have to type this shit out about like you know what like oh you like uh cd project red anally raped me when i was sleeping and it just like ruined my childhood and i want my money back i feel like gabe newell would actually believe you if you told him that (laughs) Maybe, maybe. But my whole point is, is that like... Unless you, know, you told him they did it three times. <laughs> In which case, he would just get very confused. I would just have to cap it like two. But, uh, <laughs> but like, that's the thing. Even with like a game, you know, everyone remembers No Man's Sky. And No Man's Sky, like also like, is in a pretty good fucking state right now. And, like, I played like the new update that they uh, released. And, like, they added just so, like all the stuff that that piece of shit lead dev like promised in all the promotional like stuff and all the interviews is all coming in now but that's the thing this game was still cold in the oven by the time of release is what i'm saying and the same with cyberpunk because like cyberpunk 2 like you know honestly if like here's the thing if they weren't beholden by their shareholders because i know the shareholders wanted their fucking payday they wanted like that game to come out and they wanted the cut of that Obviously. Of course. So yeah. that's why, like, you know, they pushed them. Shareholders like, you know, ruin everything. I, I will I, say yeah. that. I don't think they're the main fault for Cyberpunk, but, you know, they ruin everything yeah. by making and, rushed products. That's the reason it, why, you know, a lot of the CODs sucked, because Activision, you know. David is correct. And that's at the same time. Like, it's one of those reasons that I'm pretty sure Gabe is... It, it'll really depend. Because if he's still... Li- if he's still, By the time he's still alive, he, yeah, he will never go public. But I know for a fact that there's probably tons of guys in his uh in his you know posse that probably want to go public they want to fucking like you know just put valve like get an ipo and like you know go public but yeah gabe being a gamer first and a businessman second he obviously doesn't want to do that because he's also seen you know what happens to companies who are beholden by their shareholders they release shit and then afterwards they get shitted on and like cd project red because dude CD Projekt Red was number one, obviously. Like I don't, I don't, I can't really go back to Twitter's like analytics and shit. But I know CD Projekt Red was number one in trending for a, a couple of years because of Cyberpunk. Every time that they mentioned that you know E3 and everything was coming around, they were always like you know number one. Everyone was talking about it. All the YouTubers that I watched too wouldn't shut the fuck up about like CD Projekt Red, and that game wasn't even out yet. There wasn't no. even a release date yet. Okay. But that's the thing. Like once it came out, you know we all know the story. Like, and once it came out, like, their stocks plummeted. 
they got like like just I think almost a lawsuit was about to be thrown at them because of how many like because it was like false advertising like with the way that they you know obviously advertised the game and everything and dude they like it was Armageddon for that company for a while and for me personally like you know I like you know going going off of No Man's Sky's example dude that game took years took years from the launch to now to get to the state that it's in because it's a really fun game but but this, that's the thing though like you know it even takes like every, forever to it, be good it's like that would be so unacceptable for anything else no no so why is it acceptable for me like dude i'm reading this right now gabe newell's fucking cock is so huge this is amazing he like he the valve is not you're telling me valve is is valve, valve a publicly traded company no it's private the, okay his net worth is four billion dollars and his company's not publicly traded. And I guarantee you, his devs and all the guys in his R&D... His company is not publicly traded. He's doing things his own way. He fucking dropped out of Harvard like a... Like a boss. Fucking champion! Yeah. And he's one of the wealthiest people in the U.S. And you also know his team are paid well. And he's not that old. Pay- he's he's yeah. not that old. He's not even 60. Yeah. He's 59. I like how also he treats his employees. Dude, yeah. I had no... Oh my god, this man's fuck. I mean, don't get me wrong. His company treats TF2 like shit now. Like they don't give a shit about that game anymore, and I love that game to death. But on one <laughs> hand, I on one hand I understand it. You know what I mean? Mm. I mean it's still like the third most played game on Steam, which is kind of stupid that they stopped supporting it then. But you know, whatever. Point is, I don't blame him for that because the idiot mm. don't be doing any of that bullshit again. Like paying for it early is different, and that's one of the reasons that I don't give a shit right now. I'm one. Of, I feel like I'm one of the only fucking people on the internet, and I. I even tweeted this recently, as a matter of fact. I'm going to find that tweet real quick, because I tweeted, um, hold on a second. I tweeted straight up, like, am I the only person who, like, doesn't care at all about getting a multiverses code? (laughs) Because every single person on my fucking feed... It was just like, like that fucking, you know, that Dave Chappelle gif of like the crackhead and uh, yeah. everything. It's just like, yo, man, you got, you got, you got any of them multiverses codes? Like, there, pe- like people on my Twitter are doing fuck. People who aren't even like that, like big of content creators are doing like giveaways for them. Yeah. Follow, like, retweet my account for like a multiverses code. Uh, uh, I will, uh, like, I'll suck a dick for a multiverses code right now, please. They're like desperate for them, and I'm like, the game's alpha. Yeah. It's not even fucking finished and it's okay though from a developer perspective in my opinion because multiverses is free to play and it's going to be free to play on launch they have said that it's not like you know they're gonna like you know do this like make you pay for the alpha god forbid or like or also even like you know free alpha free beta but then make you pay for it later unless they just change their minds all of a sudden in which case good shit game's dead in the water Mm. and um uh, at least from lying, like, to your to your yeah. fans like that. And this is okay, because, like, they're releasing it to, like, all these, like, content creators and, like, uh, what was the word I'm looking for? Top-level uh, Smash and, like, Smash and Platform Fighter competitors and stuff like that, because they're getting, like, the feedback from the best people they could get the feedback from in terms of making mm-hmm. the game better, which is going to make the actual release game that much better. As much as I love Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl, like you mentioned earlier, that was a very unfinished game that got away with it. Because the hype for that game was fucking gigantic. It, it, here's the thing. Some games do get away with it. Some games do get away And Nick yeah. got away with it. Nick absolutely got away with it. And obviously that game's not as big as Smash. It's never going mm. to be. Nothing ever is. And um, 
But at the same time, I love Nick All-Stars. I'm not trying to shit on the game. It got away with being an unfinished product because of that hype. And there was no alpha builds. Nobody was playing that game early. They didn't release it to the public early on to make the game better or something like that. Multiverses is actually kind of one-upping them in that department pretty hard. I mean, they're one-upping Nick All-Stars in a lot of ways. The game has voice acting and stuff. Like, the quality mm. of the the physical or, like, the visual quality of the game is just that much better. And again, I love Nick All-Stars to death. I, like, I literally enjoy playing that game more than Smash. I'm not trying to shit on Nasby. But the developers... They, I mean, with the, I blame, I actually blame Nickelodeon for that, for the budget they gave them, which was Ooh, shit, which yeah. they gave them a shit budget for it, uh, but still, multiverses, I'm okay with them doing this stuff with the alpha builds, and a closed alpha right now, then they're mm -hmm. doing the public beta, uh, in July is what they're doing, they're getting a lot of feedback mm -hmm. to make the finished product that much better, now if the finished product is not that much better, then again, I'm going to go off and say this model is kind of shitty this time around. But this is like one of the times where it's actually acceptable because both the alpha, beta, and the actual final game are going to be free to play. Because also, even if like, you know, just the alpha and the beta is free to play, then you have to pay for the finished product. Who's to mm. say these people didn't get their fill of the game already just by playing mm, it like early yeah. on if like it's not even that much better? You don't want to release a beta when the game is almost done. That's part of why I just don't like that practice that much. It just mm -hmm. doesn't seem optimal. Just wait until your motherfucking game is done. I don't get it. I mean, to me, it's like, it's not a one-to-one -one comparison with doing, like, focus groups for movies and shit, which, in my opinion, don't work. I think they did focus groups and stuff for the Sonic movie to see what, like, just people who have never heard of Sonic before like, and then ding-dong, you have this giant-ass, like, ten-minute wedding scene that wasn't funny and no one gives a shit about and didn't <laughs> Yo, pay to see. You know what I mean? It's just probably what made Sonic before that re- that redone re Before version. the redesign, they, yeah. they probably thought, like, you know, oh, kids will love this. And then exactly. they brought that fucker into that Chip and Dale movie that's coming out. Dude, and he <laughs> has a prominent role. It's not even just the cameo. Apparently, he has a prominent role. In that fucking film. <laughs> I'm being serious. Apparently, I, know, like, I don't want to spoil or anything, but apparently he likes, he's the one who saves the day at the end. Ugly Sonic. I'm being dead serious, bro. <laughs> I'm sure that was worth all the money for borrowing Disney, that's, but whatever. Point is, it's metaphorical like... metaphorical shit right there. Holy alphas crap. and betas for games, man. That's a tricky, tricky bitch. I think it's way harder to get those right than it is to get them wrong. Uh, uh, no, way, yeah, I think it's way harder to get those right than it is to get them wrong, unfortunately. And... <sighs> Multiverses right now is doing it right, but we'll see how they do it wrong later. And um, mm. yeah. yeah, it's still it's too still too soon. Like, it's just it's tricky. It's a really yeah. really really tricky tricky bitch to handle. Mm. And I think there's a reason that not many other industries like do something do things as similarly. If you mm. would, I I don't know. I think they I'll, can be done right, and I think yeah. they have been done right plenty of times. But. Uh, it there's really only a just few. depends on the developers, yeah. And there's, there's, only, a there's only a few that only could do it. And uh, we're going to wrap it up, guys. And just, I guess, some closing thoughts here, too. Like, you know, if, if, like game developing, you know, we, which me and David, we are not. No. We, we have no credentials to speak of to, like, you know. Yeah, everybody called me an old man when I said I didn't care about getting a multiverses code. They were like, oh, old man yells at cloud. And I'm like, dude, I never said I wasn't going to try the game. I just don't look like this trying to scum a fucking alpha yeah. code. People are literally whatever. pining. You know, like, what it looks like? You know that scene from World War Z when all them zombies are piling up towards the fucking wall to, like, kind of yeah. spill over? That's what everyone is doing to get their fucking multiverses going. That's honestly, like, the fucking... <sighs> it's like, we should just human tidal wave to get that fucking code. And, Ugh. um, yeah, like, it's only a few... I don't know. I think the old ways are dead. I, I feel kind of... I don't know. I feel like... 
I'm not even a zoomer, but I feel kind of a zoomer to say that. But like the old ways, like to kind of go about game developing, even marketing, and even obviously like just to generate interest is low key dead. Honestly, it's not just, you know, it's never going to just be how it was where like, oh, you could just throw up a commercial about Star Fox 64 and people are going to fucking run out and get it. It's going to be not only just a commercial because they still have those, but it's just like now you need more. Now you need streamers. Now you need uh, like these content creators to go out and play the game themselves and show their audience like what the game looks like. And then after that, it's kind of like that's when the interest hits. I feel like Like, because for one, I don't even watch TV no more. So, like, I get all of my exposure to that shit on the internet anyways, like, through YouTube and whoever. So, yeah. like, at least for us, like, you know, uh, that's the way it is. And, like, and I think, obviously, a lot of these companies, they know that, too, like, going forward. So, mm-hmm. like, it's no wonder, too, that, like, you know, especially for something that was around the time that it came out, the Steam Deck, when it came out. That shit, honestly, like, you know, I know people, uh, I don't know anyone who has it yet, but like they, from what I've seen from YouTubers and stuff like, dude, it like people are like, maybe it is just the hype, but it's a pretty decent handheld computer for what it is. And it can handle plenty of games pretty all right. And so in that, in that sense, it's kind of like, you know, oh, like, but is it really that good? And at the same time, it's kind of like, you know, I still haven't tried it yet, but yeah, me neither it's like what do you call it like but it's also one of those few times where like i guess like the product is like it was made by fucking gabe it was made by his team like have they ever cock have they ever made a stinker ever that's the thing like because here's the thing gabe is a no stinker type of guy he like is i'm pretty sure he's probably taken a page out of miyamoto's book and said like yeah like we ain't sell. We ain't selling garbage here. He's criticized Nintendo plenty of times too. He was the one who said, like, you know, like, oh, when people are pirating like shit like this, or they want to listen to your music and stuff, that just means there's a demand for a service. Like, instead of like being overly protective, like, just try to actually release this and profit off of it, and then everybody mm. would be happy. Yeah. Whatever though. We're we're going on a little long though, so mm. we're gonna shut the fuck up. But I knew right about knew. video games, and uh, tell you guys that we hope you enjoyed the podcast today. Uh, today felt like a fun episode. It's yeah. nice to know that we could still, like, come in with absolutely zero topics. Well, Dennis had one, I guess, that he came up with. But, like, zero real concurrent topics in mind and really get something going. I was going to talk about other grimmer shit today, but I'm glad I didn't. And I'm glad I was able to just make the podcast what we wanted to yeah, we, always make we it talk, about. So talked about Jake Sully for t- ten minutes again. <laughs> Jake Sully. Jake Sully. <laughs> Sully. <laughs> well, we are done. We're going to throw up the plugs. Here you go, guys. Follow like, us on our social medias if you haven't already, please. Like, we're like at Double D Pod on Twitter. You like those colorful little buttons? Click on I them. know. Look at them in the Double D Experience 21 on Instagram. Oh, Dennis cool. has been slacking on. You never post any memes I know. anymore. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going to post get... some of that dank shit, Dennis. I, I know. I know. It's all good. Don't worry about it. And we're available wherever you get your podcast. YouTube.com slash Nintunist, which is where you're probably listening to it now. Also on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts on Google Podcast, Anchor, all these good little places. Leave us good reviews uh, wherever. Leave us good reviews wherever that wherever you find them. That helps with our SEO. And uh, give us a follow and a subscribe on all of those platforms if you really want our podcast to grow. And um, I was even yeah. going to say, like, if you're one of the five people who use Anchor, check us out on Anchor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, hey, don't, don't talk shit about Anchor. Do not talk shit about Anchor. Anchor helps us distribute our podcast easy peasy. No, 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 I know. No, I'm just saying, though. I'm not talking about Anchor itself. I'm talking about the people 
the five people who probably use Anchor. Yeah. <laughs> well, dude, I'm gonna make that joke forever. Even if like we do like blow up someday, I'm gonna be like, yo, all you thirty people who watch us, and it's like actually like five thousand people who watch us, like actually yeah. on the views. I'm gonna still say like, hey, yo, all you thirty people out there who watch us, we love you. <laughs> so like, actually, everyone's gonna be like, wait, what the fuck? As he doesn't see the views, like at all. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We're going to shut the fuck up and go about our business for the rest of the day. Now we'll see you next week. We likes you. And we wants you. Is what people who want to play unfinished games say. <laughs> and then Pretty they much. realize they get fucked in the ass afterwards. So yeah, guys, buy unfinished games. Support your sh- local shitty devs all the time. Don't get <laughs> fucked in the ace. But yeah, keep buying. It's great. It stimulates the economy. <laughs> Buy the Double D Experience video game. Early Alpha's coming, uh, early Alpha's coming July. Bye. It's gonna be $60, bye. (laughs) (laughs) Deluxe version is $80. (laughs) Deluxe version comes with, uh, Dennis NFTs.